Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills as we get ready for week 11 of the 2019 NFL seasons. The Buffalo Bills on the road heading down to Miami to take on the Dolphins, who currently sit at two and seven. As we go through this podcast, we'll take up too much of your time today, right? The second time that the Bills take on the Dolphins. You probably remember back not too long ago, just about four weeks when the Bills hosted the Dolphins at New Era Field, got the 31-21 to victory. We'll recap a little bit from that game just to kind of jog your memory a little bit, and then, of course, talk about what we're looking forward to with this matchup on Sunday. As you go through with that game, you probably remember in the first half for the Buffalo Bills, it was all Stephen Hauschka with three field goals of 39 yards, 43 yards, and 45 yards as the Bills were down 14-9 to in the first half. And it was one of those games, right, where you had the Dolphins, they're scoring touchdowns in the first half while the Buffalo Bills were uh, were just opting for field goals. I shouldn't say opting for field goals, right, but they got held to a position where the, uh, the Dolphins defense did a good job limiting Buffalo to three field goals in the first half of that game. I'm sure you all remember the Buffalo Bills were booed off the field at New Era Field. Not one of the finer moments, but uh, but fans surely were not happy with the performance of the team at that time. Neither team had scored any points in the third quarter, and then really in the fourth quarter it was the Bills outscoring the Dolphins 22-7. to Early in the fourth, it was John Brown, the 20-yard touchdown pass from Josh Allen. If you remember that, Allen followed that up with a run for the two-point conversion. Uh, shortly after that, six and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter, it was Cole Beasley with the three-yard touchdown pass from Josh Allen. Bills were up 24-14, to 14, looked like they were going to put things away, but then it was Ryan Fitzpatrick leading the Dolphins' offense down the field with a minute and 45 seconds left. Um, Fitzpatrick with the 11-yard run, right, to make it a 24-21 to 21 game at this point. The Dolphins line up for the onside kick, and of course, who can forget the return from Micah Hyde in on the hands team, the 45-yard kickoff for a touchdown. Hauschka with the extra point. The Bills win the game 31 to 21. But you look back to that game in many situations, the Bills were expecting the, you know, Bills fans, I should say, were expecting, you know, domination of the Dolphins team. Uh, the week before, they had benched Josh Rosen in the game. Ryan Fitzpatrick comes in, almost leads the team to victory uh, over the Washington Redskins. And, you know, again, then they come into Buffalo, definitely give the Bills and their fans a scare. Uh, but again, Buffalo. 31 to 21 with the victory. When you look back to that box score again, it was for the Dolphins. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the starting quarterback, 23 out of 35 for 282 yards passing, one touchdown, 
one interception. The running back that gave the Bills the most trouble was Mark Walton. Uh, He had 14 carries for 66 yards. He is currently suspended. Their second leading rusher, Kenyon Drake, was traded to the Arizona Cardinals. And really, it's Kalen Balazs who will look to be the primary runner. He did score a touchdown against the Bills in that game. Um, But it's interesting to see, right, as the the Dolphins have continued to make some moves, but Walton was the guy that gave fits to the Bills in that matchup. Another guy that gave the Bills defense some fits was Preston Williams, the rookie wide receiver out of Colorado State. He had six receptions for 82 yards. Unfortunately for him and fans of the Dolphins, he has been placed on injured reserve and is out for the season. Other guys that uh, that did do some damage for the Dolphins and the receiving core, and the Bills will certainly have to keep an eye on them this weekend. It was Devontae Parker with five catches for 55 yards and a touchdown. Alan Hearns went for three for 53, and it was Mike Gesicki, four receptions for 41 yards as the tight end, and really you've seen him develop a bit more of a rapport with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Of course, Bills fans remember the rapport that Fitz used to have with Scott Chandler, right? He looks to that tight end, and Gesicki, he and Fitz have developed a bit of a rapport throughout their last few games on the field. Now for the Bills in that matchup, again, you, you take a look at it. You're trying to remember. I know it was only a month ago, but sometimes we need to jog your memory just a little bit. Josh Allen was 16 of 26 for 202 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, on the ground, Frank Gore, 11 rushes for 55 yards. Devin Singletary, seven carries for 26. Uh, was definitely the, call it the number two back in in that game, at least as it relates to to carries. And when we look at the receiving, it was a good game for John Brown. We talked about his touchdown earlier, but he had five receptions for 83 yards and the touchdown, Patrick DeMarco with one big catch for 27 yards. Um, but again, right, you, you go through with it. Cole Beasley, three catches for 16. Just not a prolific passing day for the Bills in that matchup. So now, you know, we kind of fast forward here just a little bit. The Bills traveling down to take on the Dolphins, who are on a two-game winning streak with victories over the Jets and the Indianapolis Colts, right? And you come into this matchup, and now for the Bills, for their fans, going from that first game against the Dolphins where you're expecting domination, uh, Bills fans are a little bit wounded now, right? You're coming off the the loss to the Cleveland Browns last week. 19 to 16, losing that decision. Uh, you've got some different questions, right? If you heard the podcast I had with Greg Thompson from Cover One earlier in the week, you know there's plenty of things that are out there that just have sort of been this black cloud over Bills fans' heads. But hey, the team is still sitting at six and three. They're six and a half point favorite to take on the Miami Dolphins this weekend. You know, yes, they're on the road, but you look at this, that has to be a get back on track game for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Sean uh, McDermott seems a little bit, uh, I guess you could say, frustrated in his press conference that he had on on Wednesday. You know, from from that standpoint, um, it's kind of good to see that from McDermott. He doesn't get frazzled too much. And, and again, the, the Sean McDermott version of getting frazzled versus you know pretty much anybody else in your life that you know are two very different things. You know, but for him to to really, you know, kind of recognize he's never one to throw anyone under the bus, but to say this team needs to score more points. And then for Josh Allen to come out and basically say, like, you know, coach wants us to be aggressive, right? We're I'm drawing a blank on the exact term that he used, right? But to to really play with no fear out there 
on the offensive side of the ball. And I think as you look at that, right, and there's always been kind of conversation, what does that really mean, right, to play fearless and, you know, but it's without hesitation, right? You've got talented players on your roster. You look at guys that can make plays in a Cole Beasley, a John Brown, a Devin Singletary. Um, we've seen plays, right, from, from guys like Dawson Knox as well, from Frank Gore. I mean, we know it's not the most talented offensive team in the NFL, but there's certainly guys on this roster that can make some plays for the Buffalo Bills. And, and as we take a look at this, right, you think to yourself, okay, what does Buffalo need to do to, to be in that position to play fearless? And, and really it comes down to, you know, we can use terms like don't be conservative, play aggressive, but to, but to push those boundaries, right? We've seen Josh Allen make plays throughout the air to a John Brown to a Dawson Knox, to a Cole Beasley, to an extent to a Duke Williams. And yes, we've seen things in the past to Robert Foster, and and we'd like to see maybe some more of that on Sunday against the Dolphins. You know, for this team, also continue to use Devin Singletary, whether it's as a passing target, of course, for him to get more than eight rushes on the ground and to have a bit of that balance between the two where you're not looking at a, you know, two-to-one split from passing attempts to rushing attempts in a game against the Miami Dolphins. So for the offense, again, right, and I'm not going to sit here and say, what does it mean to not be conservative or to be more aggressive or everything that can come through that? But I think as we look at it, to utilize the weapons are at their disposal. And number one on that list is Devin Singletary to play with confidence and continue to take those strikes down the field. Not the hero ball that we've talked about in the past, right? And yes, we do talk about taking some of those deep strikes. We know that they're going to start to hit eventually. And maybe this is a game for Robert Foster on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. We're going to take a quick break. When we come right back, we'll talk to you just a bit about the defense and what we'd like to see there. Um, obviously, there's a couple storylines uh, coming in, in place with them as well. So wait with us and we will be right back. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, thanks again for joining us on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything with the Buffalo Bills. 
and we're talking the Week 11 matchup against the Miami Dolphins. Before the break, we talked about the offense. Now we need to touch base on the defense just a little bit here. And I think as we go through with this, right, we talked about expectations the last time these two teams met. And and with that, right, kind of keeping the expectations in check. You know Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be one of those quarterbacks that does everything he can to get the ball out of his hands quickly, especially against a defense like that of the Buffalo Bills. But, you know, now it's one of those pieces where we talk about expectations and let's say talking about my expectations. And I know this is hard because whenever we talk about the offense, we know that they have not performed to the level that anyone that's a Buffalo Bills fans would really want them to at this point, right? Averaging 19.3 points per game. Yes, you said it's six and three, but you look at things, especially like that loss to the Cleveland Browns, and you think to yourself, you know, that's the type of game that the defense really did a good enough job that the team should have won the game, albeit it was the Cleveland Browns who came down and scored with a minute and 44 seconds left in that game. But when I talk about this group and really what I'm looking to see from the matchup on Sunday is is more of a dominant performance from the Buffalo Bills defense. And, and you say that right now you've got a couple of weeks of Ryan Fitzpatrick on tape. You see what this Dolphins offense is all about. You see the guys on their roster. You see that they're down to their third string running back. You see that one of their top passing targets is is out. Um, and, and I don't want to see a game like the Bills had against the Dolphins just about a month ago, right? You think to that, Tredavious White has to have a fantastic interception on the two-yard line to keep that game from getting out of hand and allowing the Bills to come from behind and get that victory 31-21. to 21. Uh, you know, you think sacks on the day, it was really just Ed Oliver, right, getting his first sack as a rookie, but on a, a busted trick play that that the uh, Dolphins tried very early on in the game. So for me, you know, as I take a look at this group, right, especially when you talk about the pass rush, you talk about Jerry Hughes, Shaq Lawson, you talk about Trent Murphy, you talk about the penetration up the middle from Jordan Phillips and Ed Oliver, Um that's what we need to see from the Bills on Sunday, right? I would like to see the defense have one of those, let's just call it a leave no doubt game. We know that Ryan Fitzpatrick is, you know, susceptible to to interceptions and turnovers as much as we love Fitz and his time with the Buffalo Bills. We've seen good fits. We've seen bad fits. I would like to see the Buffalo Bills defense force bad fits onto the field in Miami on Sunday. And I know that's easy to say, right? Like, well, hey, I want to see the Buffalo Bills defense be dominant. Well, sure, I want to see the offense be dominant too. But I think when we talk about this defensive unit, right, and and you look at these last few games that they've had, the, the game against Cleveland, not great against the rush, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, the game-winning drive from Baker Mayfield down the field, connecting with Jarvis Landry, then the touchdown pass to Higgins, a rough day for Levi Wallace, a rough day for the rush defense, right? I don't want to see that again. You think to the game before that, sure, it was a win against the Washington Redskins, but you've got in the first half, you've got somebody, you know, an Adrian Peterson rushing for over 100 yards, um, gashing the Bills defense early in that game where you're kind of scratching your head and thinking like, what is going on here? You know they button up in the second half, not something I want to see again. The week before that, the game against the Philadelphia Eagles, you can't talk about the weather being bad in this scenario because the Eagles defense was playing in the exact same conditions that the Buffalo Bills were. You know, you look at those pieces and you're thinking to yourself, like, good gosh, it has been a, I'll call it a, a very mediocre 
stretch for the Buffalo Bills defense. And again, I realize we can point at things and I probably hear you shouting right now, the offense isn't doing their part. If they were better, they'd get off the field. They this, I get it. But for the resources that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have put into the defensive side of the ball, you add the not, a number nine overall pick in Ed Oliver, you think to some of the free agents that they've brought in and guys like a Trent Murphy and the money that he's gotten and Starla Tulele, and I'm not just making it about contracts, but just hear me out, right? The Buffalo Bills, if they are going to get their swagger back in the 2019 season, it has to start against the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. And I do think that Ryan Fitzpatrick, again, we know he's susceptible to interceptions and to turnovers. The Buffalo Bills need to turn up the heat. They need to force the issue. They need to win the turnover battle. And again, have that dominant defensive performance that they can win this game against the Miami Dolphins. So with all of that said, you know I always like to get your feedback. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter, at Marino. You can reach me in the comment section at buffalorumblings.com. And, of course, you hit that subscribe button so you can get all of the great shows that come to you courtesy of Buffalo Rumblings. Not just breaking Buffalo Rumblings, but you get Believe, Circling the Wagons, uh, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, Blitz Bills, The Mafia Mavens, and The Nick and Nolan Show. So we've got you covered every day of the week, really, with great content coming from buffalorumblings.com. So again, hit that subscribe button. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, leave your feedback. And as always, go Bill.